Hi everyone, welcome to EDU Me, the podcast that is focusing on engaging, educating, and empowering parents. My name is Poonam Saxena and welcome to our podcast today. This is such a special episode for me as we celebrate Mother's Day. I know Mother's Day was on Sunday. It is always appropriate to celebrate your mother, not necessarily just on Mother's Day. So today our episode is featuring friends and family that have incredible stories that they want to share about their moms and with their moms. And hopefully it will be inspirational for you as well because there are so many great lessons that our moms have taught us. We wanted to highlight just a few. So our first guest is Terry. She is the host of the podcast, Mixing Up Midlife. Terry and I met at the PodFest conference back in, oh my gosh, maybe February. I don't even remember now. Seems like years ago, but We met at the conference and we instantly hit it off. And she has such a unique perspective on midlife and how we are coping with so many aspects of our lives in midlife. So Terry, we're happy to share your story. My mom was an amazing woman. She was the mother of six kids. She showed me how to become a strong, independent woman who wasn't afraid to chase after dreams and experience life. I couldn't have had a better role model and a more trustworthy confidant as a little girl, as a teen, and as a young adult. When I became a mom myself, which was the only thing I really knew I wanted to be when I was little, I have to admit I was really devastated by her lack of grandmotherliness. She had always warned me that she wasn't going to be the type of grandma who dropped everything to take care of the grandkids. She had raised her kids, and it was time for her and my dad to enjoy their lives together. I did not believe her. How could we, my mom and I, have such an amazing and close relationship, and how could she not want to extend that amazing relationship to her grandkids? That's what I was thinking. But true to her word, she didn't drop anything. She and my dad, they lived pretty far away. It was like a two-day drive or super expensive flight. So visits were really limited to a few times a year. Even the daily phone calls that we had enjoyed before the kids came, they dwindled down to about once a week. And I didn't really understand it until my own kids left the house. And now I totally get that she really relished the freedom that she and my dad were enjoying especially after raising and worrying about six kids well into their adult lives. I mean, we were a handful. Besides that, I'm sure she thought she'd be stepping on my mother-in-law's toes. My husband's mom was the ultimate grandmother, and she was a truly, truly wonderful mother to me when I really felt ignored by my own mom. She loved me and she loved her grandkids so deeply and completely. And I'm full of absolute gratitude that she was in my life. Both of my mothers are gone now and their loss is really still pretty fresh. But as I think on what these two women meant to me and how they both modeled different ways to mother over the years, I really do truly know 
that their love will continue to guide me. And their examples will help me make as good of a mother as they were, period. They were comforting. They were nurturing. They were forward thinking. And they were giving. And I am so grateful to have had them in my life. I hope you all have wonderful Mother's Days. From Terry at Mixing Up Midlife. Thank you so much, Terry. Such an inspirational story, and we're so thrilled and honored that you shared it with us. Our next guest is a childhood friend of mine from rural Georgia, and she has just grown into this amazing woman who has such a heart for everyone else. She is inspirational, she is calming, and she is one of my dear, dear friends. Please welcome Dr. Reshma Patel. So when I think about my parents, the first thought that comes to mind is they are the most generous, loving, and kind humans I know, really, individually and actually even more so collectively. And I attribute my desire to practice integrative medicine with a more natural focus to my parents and the environment they exposed me to while growing up. I am deeply enthusiastic for food and food-based solutions for health. And the person who's had a tremendous influence on this is my mom. She is incredibly intuitive in the kitchen and just has this way of knowing what will blend well together. She's also able to easily figure out how to replace an ingredient with something else with this idea of using what you have, which I think is a magical skill. There are no measurements. <laughs> Everything is homemade, and she's extremely creative and resourceful. She uses every part of a vegetable in some way with minimal food waste, and she does the same with water. It's never wasted. It's actually quite remarkable and I think reflects an appreciation for the planet. I remember about a decade ago sharing that I had removed gluten from my diet and it was as though my mom did not miss a beat. Literally all my favorite items were still created and I think this says a lot about her. It says she's open. She's open to something different. She's creative. She's resourceful. She's curious. She's confident. And I think these are really acts of generosity kindness, and love. And I know she had to experiment quite a bit to figure out the new adjustments. And every time I come home, I'm greeted with such an abundance of food, and it's and she's always discovered a new food creation that's so, so inspiring. And what's interesting is during our recent pause that we all have been experiencing, most nights my mom has taught me a different recipe and many times I only have a few of the ingredients, so she would share her ideas of things I could use to create a similar effect. And it's quite phenomenal, actually, and I got to really appreciate how her mind works. And what's interesting is it's not limited to food. It's just her way of thinking, that she's someone who's resourceful, who focuses on solutions, who's massively creative. And I have many, many stories. I just chose food largely because of my own enthusiasm for it. And so this is a piece of an extraordinary human that I feel so fortunate and deeply grateful to call my mom. 
someone I look up to for her generosity, her thoughtfulness, she always thinks of others, her unconditional love, her creativity, her sweetness. Happy, happy Mother's Day. Forever grateful. Love you and thank you for the opportunity to share. Thank you, Reshma. You know, having known your mom as long as I've known you, she is an incredible inspiration. And I know I keep using that word, but she is an inspiration to all of us. So thank you for sharing your story. Next up is another fellow podcaster, Kathy Barron. Kathy is the host of Women Who Sarcast, and she is, first of all, hilarious. But she and I also met at PodFest this past year, and we really enjoyed getting to know each other. Kathy's story is a kind, loving tribute to her mother. One thing my mom, Nancy, taught me was to take risks and be adventurous. She didn't come right out and say that to me. What she did do was let me do things and go places without judgment. She was unselfish when it came to me following my dreams and passions. I remember when at the age of 19, I moved from New York State to California, and she told me, if in six months it's not working out, you can always come back. The gift of letting me go to be the person I was meant to grow into being was one of the greatest gifts she has ever given me. I love you, Mom. Thank you, Kathy. I so appreciate you taking the time to share your story with us. Our next guest is my cousin from India. Her name is Sangeeta. She is three years older than I am. She is my mother's sister's daughter. She and I have always been very close. Even though there's a small age gap between us, we've really been confidants for each other for many, many years. And unfortunately, we lost my aunt a little over three years ago. And it's a lovely tribute to a lovely woman. So please welcome my cousin, Sangeeta. My mother raised three children with me being the youngest. It's been a little more than three years since we lost our mother. She continues to breeze through my thoughts every other day. It still troubles me that a voice that was so much a part of all aspects of life is now silent forever. My mother came from a family of academicians and herself carried the weighty degree of masters in economics from the University of Delhi. In what is almost anecdotal, she almost always addressed my father reverentially as Doc Asab for the Doc being for the doctorate he held in mathematics. All three of us children imbibed a deep sense of respect for academics from our parents. I too did my doctorate in electronics and have been teaching the subject at the University of Delhi for over 30 years. My mother was a reservoir of love. Anyone who came in contact with her felt the warmth of her love, care, and compassion. She often expressed that love through her elaborate cooking. Our school friends still recall 
the delicious tiffins we carry during our growing years. All visitors to our home were treated to great food. Till she was physically fit, she continued to experiment with new ideas in the kitchen. I took a lead from her and have used my kitchen as a lab to experiment with new ideas all the time. Feeding people is very dear to me and brings a lot of joy in everyday life. My mother also expressed her love by knitting almost incessantly. All family members carry woolens knitted by her that have become specially dear now. We take too much for granted all the time. I did not see my mother envy people who were more comfortable than her. She was content with what life gave her. I also never saw her gossiping. She used to scold us anytime we would start doing that. After her passing away, many images got cracked. She had shielded most negatives very effectively from all of us all her life. In the last few years, even when she was bedridden, she did not let go of her optimistic spirit. I remember cribbing about a forced party in the month of March in the year 2016. She had chided me and said that I must look at this as an extra opportunity given to me by God to se further celebrate my elder son's birthday, which also fell in the month of March. Such was her positive spirit. I'd like to wrap up by saying, the best in me reminds me of you, Mama. Thank you, Sono. I appreciate you sharing Mossy's story with us. Um, she was an incredible woman and I too miss her very, very much. Our next guest is my cousin, Nira. Nira is my mother's youngest brother's daughter. And I've had the privilege of watching her grow up and become not only an amazing woman, but wife and mother to her daughter, Rena. And her mom has been a very kind, gentle soul in our lives and brings so much humor and laughter. So Nita, we're so glad that you're joining us today. Hi, my name is Nira and I am Poonam's first cousin and I just wanted to uh, talk about my very special mother for her Mother's Day um, episode. And I just wanted to say how my mother um, had an arranged marriage in India, got married at 23 and came over to the US without knowing a single person. And then she had me three years later and then my sister three years later and basically um, just devoted her life to taking care of her family and she is an amazing mother and very caring and loving um, and loves her two children and her three grandchildren so much and they are her entire world and she's just very always taking care of everybody 
and you know always concerned how we're doing uh, we're both you know we all have our busy lives but she's always the one to check in on us every morning and text us ask us how we're doing how the kids are doing and especially during these crazy uh, quarantine times she's really making sure everyone's doing okay she um, goes out of her way to send um, our kiddos uh, packages, anything from snacks to juice boxes. She sends them puzzles and games. She's, she knows we're busy and it's hard to leave the house. So she's always looking out for things that we need. And that's just um, the way she's always been, taking care of everyone. And, you know, she's always there when we need to talk. I mean, even I'm in my 40s and um, I always think my mom is the first one I want to talk to if I'm having a rough day or if I need to uh, talk with someone. She's always the one who's there for us. So she's very special to us. And I guess, um, you know, she's given me a lot of advice through the years in raising my now 12-year-old daughter. Um, one of the things that sticks out the most is when my daughter was having, you know, her terrible twos and three tantrums. Um, you know, I would, I was frustrated and trying to figure out what should I do to discipline. And, you know, she's not listening to me. And, you know, my mom always said, you just have to give her more love. And that didn't really make sense to me. I mean, of course I love her, but I need to discipline her, right? But my mom would always say that just, you know, when she's having a meltdown, just give her a big hug, just drop everything and spend some time with her. And, you know, as the years have gone on, that advice has been so true. Um, you know, even now with the, you know, tween years upon us, they present different challenges. But, you know, that same advice is kind of always in my head, you know, when my tween seems to be acting up or talking back, you know, I always step back and think, hey, maybe she just needs some extra love and attention from her mommy right now. And, you know, that usually does the trick. Um, so that's just some advice that my mother gave me that um, really rings true. So uh, anyways, I hope that she has a very happy Mother's Day and I hope um, everyone else out there has a wonderful Mother's Day and, you know, that it takes a village for sure. And I'm so glad that I have mine um, and, you know, all the support and that helps me to be the best mother I can be. So happy Mother's Day, everyone. Thank you, Nir. What a great story about mommy. And I really appreciate you sharing it. So as you can see, there's some great stories out there. There are inspirational stories out there, but there are also stories that we should share because we want to make sure that our moms know how much they're loved and cared for. It's part of what we owe them for all that they do for us. So I hope you've enjoyed these stories. Again, Part two will come out next Tuesday as we round out our Mother's Day celebration. And until next week, please stay safe and healthy. And we look forward to hearing from you soon. You can contact us on our website at www.edu-me.net. 
and, or on Facebook, on our Facebook page at EDUME. Until next time, remember we are working together to educate them better. Take care, everyone. Bye.